Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Budo Brothers Podcast. You got Eric. And Kyle. And I was reflecting back on some of my earlier training, and I remember a story that my sensei told me that really made me think. And some of my favorite times in training are when you're all sweaty, you're exhausted, but there's this little opening and your sensei can be a orchestrator, a, a conductor of knowledge bombs that start exploding in your mind that he is guiding. And one of them was, he was talking about how the coveted black belt, everyone wants a black belt. You want to be a black belt, you know, as if it means you've mastered something. Like you are, there's, there's no other level. You got to it. You, you've arrived. The black belt is yours. There's nothing left to learn. And what he, the way he was describing, and I'm not doing it justice, but he was saying, as a black belt, you continue to do up your black belt every time you train. And with that consistency, every time you do up your belt and train and roll and get thrown around, your belt starts to begin to wear. It'll start if you wear the same belt, just like anything, it will wear over time. And he brought out one of his very first black belts and he showed that underneath it is a white belt. And it was very ironic because it's like, wow, that's actually pretty profound. We spend our entire lives chasing after a coveted black belt only to then understand that on the inside, it's still, you're, it's a white belt. It's a long, it's a long way to realize it's a round trip. Right. And everything goes in circles, right? You're born and you die, like full circle. And with martial arts, it is a full circle journey. The ability to protect and defend yourself is, has to last you throughout the whole journey of your life. It encompasses your whole life. And, you know, you start off not being able to move and handle yourself that well, and you end that same way too. So the martial art needs to adapt. One of the things that I noticed that is the biggest difference between a black belt and maybe somebody that's beginning is that they realize that they don't know anything when it comes to just life in general and practice. You're not the best and you, you probably never will be because there's always going to be a bigger, badder, better opponent. Mm -hmm. Or if you're at one point the biggest, baddest, best opponent, Father Time will get you eventually, right? No matter what, you're going to end up in the dirt. And, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. Some of these people who don't take care of themselves, maybe the best martial art is to just eat right and and uh, exercise and take care of your body because you'll outlive, outlast, and you'll increase your survivability. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but back to your black belt story it's so true when you go full circle you realize that the lessons are just beginning mm -hmm. you could learn all the time no matter what stage of martial art you're at yes and i remember when i got my black belt my first black belt in taekwondo when i was a kid i was like 14 or 13 or 14 or something like that and I remember getting, because like 
anyone. Oh, I want to, I want to be able to say, I want to be able to tell my friends I'm a badass black belt yeah. doing tornado kicks and breaking <laughs> boards and impressing chicks. Right. You know? And when I got it, the feeling of exhilaration, getting a black belt tied around your waist is incredible. It is something, it is an achievement. It is something that you worked hard for. Regardless, in order to achieve the level of black belt in any art, and obviously there's varying degrees and, you know, some schools just rack them and crack them and you can buy your, buy your, you can get an online black belt, right? right? But if you're working hard towards something and that achievement is encapsulated in something that you tie around your waist, when you achieve it, you get flooded with dopamine. It is incredible. But I had a rude awakening because the next day I didn't feel any different. Mm. I'm like, whoa, that felt great for like a day, but it's like, I still feel like I don't know a whole lot. And there wasn't a parade of girls like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that taught me that, you know, you're still the same person. You just have a different color around your waist. So unless you change internally, and that's actually what ended up happening is I started to realize that it's not about titles. It's not about how others view you. It's what's going on inside. Mm -hmm. So it's what's going on inside of you that results in your abilities to navigate the world whether it's a martial arts life entrepreneurship it's all on the inside not what you're wearing not the belt that you have or the rank that you get and i dare anybody to prove me wrong but martial arts is one of the best tools for self-development for that reason yes initially you think because they want you to stay in being consistent that you're after this black belt, this external external gratification in order to feel fulfilled. But what is taught the whole time is that it is an internal process. It is self-development. It is about bettering yourself each and every time. Like look at jujitsu right now because we're both getting better at that, right? When we were first starting tapped out all the time and we didn't like it no and couldn't even figure out how to do a submission <laughs> yeah, right? like yeah, what yeah, the hell yeah you you don't even know how to put yourself in a place yeah. to do a submission squeeze hard now we're starting to get tapped so we're starting to mm -hmm. to, to progress and still but, have no idea what we're doing <laughs> but yeah but the journey for us with it isn't i can't wait to be a black we've been in it too long to know with mm -hmm. martial arts. Is yeah. Cool. We've been lifelong martial arts. Yeah. Having a black belt in jujitsu isn't going to make our lives any sweeter. No. Right? It'd be, a, it'd be an amazing achievement. Yes. Not easy to do. Yes. But it doesn't matter to us at all because we're more concerned about getting better at the art, feeling the art, practicing the art, improving our ground fighting ability. Yeah. Right. And having fun. Yeah. And the same with all of the other arts we study. Mm -hmm. And I really think that is why we are able to connect with a lot of different types of martial artists. Because we realize that in all of these arts, 
we're not the best. We're, we're white belts. We're never going to be the best. Even if we were black belts, we wouldn't go and insult or belittle or put somebody down mm-hmm. because you can learn a skill, a tool, a tactic, technique, a tactic from every single person on the planet. You can even learn what not to do if it, if they have if 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 that's what the method you're going with. But if you think that you've arrived and you're the best, you're going to miss out on so much. And that's that trap that we all are susceptible to. I'll be happy when I get a house. I'll be happy when I have this car. I'll be happy. You know, this, this when this happens at a future date, I will have arrived. Well, guess what? You're going to arrive. There's going to be a short little dopamine dump. And if you, if that experience hasn't changed the internal chemistry of who you are, and usually that has to do with persevering and overcoming challenges and getting beat up and getting beat down. If you achieve that, you're now a stronger person. Now you've changed mm-hmm. internally. You've changed. That's different. That's different. But I guess what I'm trying to say is nothing externally is going to change who you are. It all happens inside. Yeah. It's, it is an internal game. You're still going to be the same person living in a bigger house. And if you're miserable now, you're going to be miserable in the bigger house. The house isn't going to do shit. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says as well. Maybe before the belt systems were designed to show people where they should be sparring with and and different things. And it has value there too, right? At some root though, every martial arts studio is a business. Yes. Right? They need to bring in participants Mm -hmm. in order to 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 keep the lights on survive right you need to have that visualization of oh i could become this because most people at the start are motivated by external factors and i fall into that trap too when i was younger i wanted to be an entrepreneur so that i can have sick cars and do all this sweet stuff like Mm -hmm. you're young you're dumb you have no idea about what life is yeah right and that's what gets you in the door yeah that's what gets you to to begin Mm -hmm. the journey Mm -hmm. and that's like martial arts you walk into the mats you get tapped or beat up or outclassed by this black belt and you're like i could one day do that to somebody i could one day beat up somebody mm, that bad yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but it's what allows you to visualize the rewards yeah yeah of participating the goal the, and goals are great you mm-hmm. need goals you have to be working towards something and and there's nothing there that's good it's good to be focused it's good to have a target it's good to know that when you wake up today you've got these things to do in order to get you closer to the goal i think though the people who have made martial arts a part of their life or people who have made anything a part of their life have to have shifted that view because Leaving your value, your worth, your goals related to external factors always leads with disappoint, ends with disappointment when you achieve them, right? 
when it's an internal pulling force, it it's more likely you'll feel fulfilled mm-hmm. and you'll feel like it's part of a journey, part mm-hmm. of a process. Yeah. And I think anybody who's become a lifelong martial artist and devoted themselves to this craft has that internal pulling force. It's not that they don't have a metric of like, I need 900 yeah. black belts. Right. They're doing it for yeah. something within. And I can remember when I was super young and I think it was just because I watched the karate kid and it was like, I want to do that. I want to be a ninja. I want to, you know, watching Ninja Turtles and, and all these things. And I, I didn't, I didn't have like, oh, I want to be able to beat up people. No, it was just this calling, you know, it was like this internal calling from inside. Like, this is the way. Mm-hmm. Didn't have an objective, did, but I just was drawn to it. And yeah. then all my friends did hockey and I wanted to do hockey too. But my mom being a mother of four kids, everybody got to pick one thing. You don't get to do hockey and martial arts. You have to pick. And I remember that day because I was like, oh, well, all my friends, I'm not going to have as many friends because nobody wants to do martial arts. But I want to do martial arts and I don't care about hockey as much. Mm -hmm. And I made that decision. I just, at a young age, I was probably five years old, four or five years old when when I I had to decide. It's hockey or martial arts. And it was just this internal, like, this is an easy decision. Mm -hmm. Martial arts. Yeah. It was a, it was a, I didn't have to think much. You know, the mind gets in the way of you know, friends and peer pressures and all this, but it was like, this is easy. I'm supposed to do martial arts. I don't know why. And here we are. And here we are. Martial arts lifestyle company. <laughs> right. <exactly. laughs> yeah. Yeah. And one of my sensei would always say, never forget your first earnest intention. Never forget your first earnest intention. I had an intention to start martial arts. Never forget that. Mm-hmm. And now, after trying dozens of businesses, most of which have exploded and shrapnel everywhere, I can't point to one other than a couple bunt hits. The only one of my businesses in my entrepreneurial life that have a shot of proving a workable business is in line with my very first earnest intention. Very cool. Very cool. So there's something to that. Yeah. And there's a reason why CEOs, entrepreneurs, successful people, driven people do martial arts. They do all these different practices because there is something about the self-development within it that is so powerful for reaching these high heights, constantly mastering yourself and constantly working on perfecting an art perfecting a skill set you could be doing aikido but that practice of perfecting it over and over being more meticulous mm-hmm. more efficient more I, I guess the best word is efficient as you age as you go through it the goal of martial arts is not to work as hard as possible at all times, it is to be the most effective, efficient, and accurate as possible so that you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And that's why some of the best martial artists age really well because they figure out how to do things more efficiently through yes. consistency. Yeah. And they've developed skill. 
where you don't you don't have to rely on brute strength when skill fails. Right. Right. You see it. You see it all the time. Like, how is this seventy year old tapping and, and and going round for? Like, I'm I'm about to puke. Right. <laughs> this is a boxer, Sterling. He's a he's a boxing coach in Edmonton. This man is seventy years old, doing pull ups, smashing pads, and he is in ultimate physical condition because he chose to do martial arts. I've never seen anybody operate at that capacity in that at that walk of life. Ben Lim is another example. Seventy years old, doing flips and landing on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no problem. Yeah. Some 40-year-olds have a problem walking up a flight of stairs. Yeah. yeah. And this man's Out flipping <laughs> and landing. Yeah. But it is that constant self-improvement, all the values contained within this thing, right? It's such a vehicle. It is. And that's why, why it's such a beautiful vehicle. And that's why I know we're inspired to bring this to more people, to we want to inspire parents to put their kids in martial arts. Have them try it. As parents, if you've never trained a day in your life, give it a shot. Mm. You might just love it. And it might ignite something inside of you that you didn't even know was there. Yeah. And we are also trying to develop our own martial art called joy jitsu yeah eric and i feel that through overcoming all of these challenges these persevering moments these life skills the things that we've learned from our senseis from our teachers from reading from starting this path of warriorship has allowed us to live joyful lives and we want to share some of those inspirational or educational moments with everybody. So we are really doubling down and we're trying to come up with a Joy Jitsu book. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought we were going to be writing a book? <laughs> but I, the art of Joy Jitsu. Yes. That's a beautiful art. Learning how to extract joy out of life, how to live. Get back in touch with our natural state of joy. A young baby that knows it's joyful, young. We're born that way. Yeah. And then life rolls, throws you around and you're taught all kinds of things. And before you know it, you're miserable. Yeah. How do we dust all of that off and get back to our true state of joy? The human beings that we all are. That to me is what Joy Jitsu is about. And you know, as an observer looking in at a group of martial artists, slamming, punching, kicking, hitting, bleeding, and still smiling at the end of it all. There's something within that, right? You just got beat up and you're smiling after. And this is the, the power of what what we're doing by practicing martial arts. And we just cannot wait to share that with more people. Our company mission is to share this with as many martial artists, or sorry, non-martial artists who become martial artists as possible. And we try to do that with videos, especially because mm -hmm. 
it's our way to get exposure to people who are like, yeah, this looks kind of cool. Yes. I want to do this. And how many DMs have we gotten? Hey guys, I love your videos. I've never trained in martial arts, but I've always had a respect for it. Where do you guys have a school in Los Angeles? Do you guys have a school in Philadelphia? You know, like it's working. Yeah. People are viewing our content and saying, Whoa, I could maybe try this. Yes. And if we are the little catalyst that sparks someone to try martial arts mission accomplished definitely buddha brothers challenge if you haven't tried martial arts and i am would be shocked if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't tried martial arts but if you are a listener that has not tried martial arts that is the challenge is to go enroll in a local school a martial art of your choice try it and if you are a martial artist, I got one for you. All right. If you are a martial artist, try to loop friend, family, Ooh. or some acquaintance yes. into testing it out and trying it with you and give them the most amazing experience when they go. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. That's a good challenge. If everybody does that, everybody brings a friend to drop in, drop in one night. We that's how you, we that, would have added a lot of martial that's artists. Beautiful. To the All right, you have your marching orders. Get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week. See ya.